Welcome to the Evolve and Elevate podcast. My name's Samantha, and I'm here to help you ladies stop repeating the same behaviors and learn how to build the habits you need to finally lose the weight for good and uncover your badass self. If you feel stuck and overwhelmed with all the information out there, I'm gonna be dropping five specific episodes a week to help you gain the clarity you need in order to rebuild that confidence, get strong, and heal your relationship with food so you can finally build the body of your dreams. Now let's get started. Welcome back to the Evolve and Elevate podcast. Today we're talking about this is how I quit the junk food. So if you saw this and you've been listening to this for a while, you're going to be like, what the hell are you talking about, Sam? Like you still have some of this stuff. But the thing is, is that like one, it's a catchy title. So, you know, but also because what we're going to do is talk about essentially how I started from eating more like processed and frozen and just kind of like junk food to where I'm at now. And the reason that I wanted to go through this is because I think a lot of you guys are somewhere in between where I started and where I am now. And some of you probably are even eating healthier than I am. And that's totally fine. That's you're good to go. Like whatever works, right? But with that being said, I think this is going to help a lot of you ladies because I didn't grow up eating like a whole bunch of like super healthy foods. Like we ate SpaghettiOs or whatever those like canned Scooby-Doo noodles, like, you know, salt and vinegar chips. We had ginger ale and pop in the house. There was like ice cream all the time. There was always something that you could just grab and eat or grab and snack on, you know, candies, chocolate galore. Like, you know, your dad goes out to get gas and you all of a sudden come back with like two arrow bars and a caramel bar and whatever. Right. And the thing is, is like also because like growing up, my childhood wasn't exactly normal, I would say like, I don't know, based on some people's, maybe it's normal. But for the most part, like we were really my dad worked a lot and God bless his soul because he's amazing. And basically what happened was My mom wasn't really in a position where she could really cook all the time. So it fell on me to cook most of the time for my sister and for myself. So basically what happened was, you know, if my dad's working and he would work, you know, in we lived in Bradford and like Toronto at the time, but he would go to Niagara and he would go to Ottawa and he'd be all over the place. Right. So during the day when we come home from school, he might not be home for dinner. And, you know, sometimes my mom's great and she's cooking food. Sometimes she's kind of passed out and it is what it is. Right. So the thing is, is like, how do we go about eating and stuff when we're 12 years old, 13 years old, whatever the case might be. And so we ended up eating a lot of frozen foods because obviously there's, it's really easy for me to microwave vegetables that are frozen. It is very easy for me to throw some fish into the oven. It is very easy for me to just like make chicken nuggets. Like these are things that are pretty easy to cook when you're like, you know, grade eight going into grade nine kind of time period. Okay. So that being said, when you're used to eating those foods, it's very delicious and you like them. Now, obviously when my dad was home, we would have chicken and steak and the whole shebang and like actually eat like pretty normal food, order pizzas, you know, the whole, like it's pretty normal foods, right? Or we would have spaghetti and meatballs. And like, I'm sure a lot of you ladies like, okay, this is the same things that I kind of do, right? You have the snacks, you have cheese and crackers, all that kind of stuff. Very, very normal food. Now, the problem was, is that because we had all these foods and it was up to us to kind of make these decisions, obviously I'm going to be eating way more ice cream than vegetables because it's up to me. And why the hell would I eat vegetables, right? Every day I would have a fruit bowl for lunch, which is fantastic. But again, not much protein. And there's like all these things that I look back on now where it's like, it wasn't the worst thing in the world. But at the same time, as soon as I started to gain weight, there is no way that I could figure out how to get it off because my food habits were just kind of shit. Like they really were. And I don't blame anyone for it but myself because realistically, I could have made a better decision. 
Did 13, 14-year-old me, 12-year-old me know that vegetables were better than ice cream floats? Yes. But after school, did I want to make vegetables? No. Did I want to eat ice cream and milk and like make a sundae out of it? Yes, I did because it crystallized and it was amazing, right? Or, you know, if your family gives you like five or $7, $10, whatever, you go to the uh, convenience store and you go buy a slushie and a huge bag of candy. You don't go buy a bag of fruit. You know what I mean? It's just like not what kids do. So the thing is, is like, because I'd always done that, that's what I always did. And that's where I was. So as soon as I started gaining weight, I was like, what the frick is going on, right? I went to high school and every morning I would get a large chocolate chip cookie and a giant chocolate milk for breakfast because I'm disgusting like that. And then for lunch, I would do it again because it was delicious the first time, right? And it's like, these are things that you just do because you're a kid. You don't really think about gaining weight or losing weight. And then all of a sudden you kind of wake up and you're like, shit, I'm like 15, 20 pounds up. I don't feel good. My like uniform isn't really fitting. Like I'm not really sure what's going on. And we gain a bunch of weight in high school. Now, lucky for me, I started going to the YMCA and obviously started like seeing people working out and kind of started figuring that out. And as I've talked about before, that also led into me running for two hours a day and barely eating and that whole story that way. But that's not really what we're going to talk about today. We'll get into a little bit, but what I want to talk about is basically like how that transitioned into like where it is now. So essentially like what happened guys is like, as of like, say grade nine, grade 10, like 17 years old, I don't know. I think you're 17 and that whatever, grade 10, whatever that means. Okay. So basically when I was like around grade 10 ish and I like started gaining that kind of weight, I started doing a lot of runs. So I would run a lot. I wouldn't really eat. Nothing really, you know, happened. And I noticed that I was starting to feel really tired. I wasn't really performing well in sports. Like I didn't really want to do anything after school. I was just like really, really tired. Right. And obviously like I lost the weight because I was running two hours a day and I was not eating anything. But no matter how hard I ran or how little I ate, I wasn't looking the way that I wanted to look, right? I was like very, not like watery, but it was just like flat. There was no muscle. There was no definition. I wasn't looking like I thought I would look based on what I was doing. Because based on what I was doing, I thought I was going to look like a freaking cover model. Not the case, right? So what happened at that point was then I started getting into like strength training. I saw all these ladies at the gym. I was at the YMCA at the time. And all of them were lifting really heavy weights, right? They were like lifting heavy. And I saw like these, they look so strong and they were doing all this stuff. And I was like, I'm going to try and do that. So I downloaded like the Nike running app, which is like, you know, the perfect place to go look for, you know, resistance training workouts. But it was somewhere that I started. And I think this is very relatable because a lot of you ladies are still on like YouTube workouts. You guys are still like following like random $5 trainers and whatever the case might be, right? Free workouts and all that kind of stuff. So I did the same thing. And the problem was though, is, is that I wasn't confident in how to work out or my form and technique. So what happened was I kept skipping exercises. So now I'm doing these half-ass exercises. I'm not really eating. It's like, it's pretty like overwhelming in terms of everything, right? And it's just like, nothing's really getting me the results that I wanted. Then after a little bit more of like understanding nutrition and just like kind of looking into it, like, okay, so what are these people doing that I'm not? And these were the questions I would ask myself. So when I looked at like someone's YouTube, like Heidi Summers YouTube is actually where I started actually learning what form and technique looked like. I'd be like, okay, so what is she doing that I'm not? And like, oh, she's eating a lot of protein. She's drinking a lot of water. She's like, you know, strength training. She's not really running that much. She doesn't even ever run. Oh, she's incorporating some like donuts. Oh, she's eating this. And like, what I did was I started looking at what I was doing. And I started looking at what people that I looked, I wanted to look like were doing. And I started to fill in the pieces. I filled in the gaps of what they were doing and what I wasn't doing. And so when I looked at it, I was like, well, I'm eating literally like the same kind of foods, but they're frozen. So I was like, okay, maybe I'm going to try and like make them fresh now. Right. So 
maybe I'm going to try and have a little bit more chicken, a little bit less like frozen fish or a little bit less like frozen vegetables or a little bit less pizza, right? Then I was like, sweet. Now we're going to try and eat like three meals a day, even though I'm kind of terrified of it. But you know, she's super fit. She eats like five times a day. I could probably eat three times a day and maybe it'll look like something similar, right? So try and eat three times a day. And the thing was that I think that got me so successful that I think a lot of ladies are lacking right now is that I didn't try and be perfect ever. Like I never tried to make it as good as I possibly could. It was like, what do I enjoy that tastes good? What is something that is one step closer to where I want to be? And also, what else can I add in that isn't overwhelming? I tried to use my laziness as a sense of power as opposed to beating myself up on it. Like I didn't really want to make meals a whole bunch of times per day. I didn't really want to eat a shit ton of vegetables. I didn't really want to do workouts seven times a week. I actually didn't really like working out when I first started. Fun fact. So the thing is, is like when that happened, it was like, okay, I'm going to try and work out three times a week because I think that's a really good spot. I'm going to try and eat two meals a day and we'll kind of go from there. And then I wouldn't give myself any type of restriction. I was just like, it just has to be two meals a day and it has to have protein in it. And then as I started doing these things more consistently, I kept making it a little bit better and better and better. So whereas like I would have two meals, now I'm like, okay, now I'm gonna have two meals and they're gonna have protein in it. Now I'm gonna have two meals and there's gonna be protein in it. And like, now I'm gonna care what kind of type of protein it is. Because before maybe it would just be like a burger and fries, right? But I was like, you know what? It's still like food, I guess. And I'll make, I'll homemade the fries instead. And then eventually it went from that to like, okay, now I'm going to add some vegetables in it. And you see what I mean? It's progressively overloading your nutrition. It's like your workouts. If you're progressively overloading your workouts, you're going to increase either like the volume, you're going to change up the like format, you're going to make sure that you're lifting heavier, right? And I'm doing the same thing with my nutrition. I'm just starting where I'm at. And then I'm adding one or two things that I can adhere to. And when I notice that I'm consistent with that, then I add something else. And a lot of you ladies are going to be like, well, I'm not consistent at anything. I mean, like, yeah, but that's because you're trying to do everything at once. Like you probably have a lot of good habits. Like you do relatively like drink a decent amount of water. Maybe like you always make sure that dinner is really good. Maybe you're always like that person that like dinner has to be like with the family and you guys are eating pasta or like you're eating, you know, like chicken or you're having like whatever, right? So it's like, maybe now we focus on lunch. Let's try and make lunch as good as we can get it for like an entire week. Even just eating lunch is a win for the week, right? Okay, sweet. Now we've gotten lunch under control. How can we make lunch 1% better? Well, I'm going to add some fruit to my lunch. Awesome. Okay. Or I'm going to add, maybe I'm going to add a snack after lunch. Sweet. Or maybe I'm going to eat a, I'm going to have something like in between when I like leave work and by the time I get home so that I'm not starving for dinner and I actually make a decent dinner, right? So there's always these things that you can do. And I think that's one of the most common things that I see is like you're eating takeout because it's a convenience right now and you're getting takeout because it's something that is easy. It's on the go. It's something that you can not think about. And you have so much, I get it. Cause as a woman, like you have a lot to think about every day. You get up, you get dressed, you get the kids dressed, you get them off to school or wherever they're going. Or if they're at home, sometimes that's even worse because that's all they're doing all day is just like you're entertaining them essentially because all they want is mom all the time, right? And like all these kind of things. So you just want to be mindful of that because the thing is, is like as much as takeout is easy, it's there's always every time you say yes, you're saying no to something else, right? So if you say yes to takeout five times a week, you're also saying no to making a meal at home five times a week. 
You're also saying no to however much money you just spent on the takeout. You're also saying no to your fitness goals. You're also saying no to your weight loss goals. So the thing is, is like every time you say yes to something, there's always a no somewhere else. It has to balance out. So it's not like you get to say yes to eat takeout seven times a week and then say yes to your fitness goals unless you're literally eating out takeout once a day and that's all you're eating, which is very, very unlikely. See what I'm saying? So it's like you need to be mindful of like what you're saying yes to. And that's why like priorities are so important because it's like when you're saying yes to, you know, doing the dishes, making sure that you're taking care of the kids, then maybe making dinner, then making your like husband's lunch. Some people still do that for those people being like, what the hell, right? Then saying like yes to this or yes to that. And like at the end of the day, you don't have any more yeses to give yourself. And then you're like, well, why didn't I work out? And like, well, because you have no more yeses. You've said yes as many times as you can say yes today. You're tired. There's only so many tasks you can do. I try and work on three big tasks every single day. That's it. That's literally it. That's my day. On top of these live streams, on top of talking to the team, on top of making sure the messages from the clients are answered, I focus on three big tasks every single day. And do those tasks get done? Not every day. Sometimes it's one or two, right? And then on top of that, yes, we have like a little bit of laundry. We have some like dishes to do, things like that. But the thing is, is like, it's still something that I've incorporated in because I know that I have to do it. So if I know that I have to do dishes once a day, that's going to be one of my decisions that I have to make one of my priorities because I hate having dishes on the counter. It's annoying. Drives me nuts. But I can wait for laundry. So laundry maybe waits till like Wednesday, for example, right? So it's not that you have to say no all the time, but you do have to say no and you do have to say yes selectively. So maybe dishes get done every day, but laundry gets done on one day. Maybe dishes get done every day, but cleaning the house gets done on like Tuesdays and Thursdays. Maybe you're saying yes to dishes, but you're also saying yes to like a quick reset at the end of the night and just like kind of like putting everything away 30 minutes before you go to bed so you don't have to focus on it in the morning. Or if you're someone who likes to get up and like kind of clean the house up, you're crazy, but hey, whatever works, then that's something that you're doing. But it's like you have to say yes and no to certain things. And like the way that I like quote unquote quit junk food is not that I quit it, but I learned how to incorporate it instead of like basically making that the the biggest chunk of my day. So where like chunk food and takeout and all that kind of stuff was probably 80 to 85% of my day. Now it's about two to 5% of my day. And it's just because I've decided that certain foods make me feel better. Certain foods give me more energy. Obviously, I care about my actual fitness goals. And I have an actual reason why in terms of like what I do and why I do it. And if you ladies are lacking like your why, like why are you working out? Like is 20 pounds really that important to you? Most of the time when I talk to you ladies, you don't even care about losing 20 pounds. Like you don't. You're like, I actually just like want to feel better and look better. But then you weigh in on the scale and you're like, oh shit, I'm not down a pound. So I failed. You can't have both. You have to be clear on your why. Otherwise, it's going to wreck you every time. Because every time you step on the scale, you're gonna be like, well, you know, I got two meals in this week and I did my workout and I went for a walk and I feel a lot better. I have a lot more energy. I don't even care that the scale didn't go down, but I do care. And now I failed. So all of the stuff that I worked on this week is a mess. It's like, you can't have both guys. Like, doesn't make sense. And you're like literally just sabotaging yourself for no freaking reason. Because like, you know that you're seeing progress. You know, you have more energy. You know, you feel better. You know your clothes fit better. You know that your energy is up. You know that your workouts are consistent finally. You're finally drinking enough water. You're finally like eating more food, right? But then because the scale didn't go down a pound, you failed? Come on, man, you know? So it's like, the thing is, is like when you're looking at this process too, it's not gonna be perfect. And I say this because, when you're like trying to reduce the amount of takeout and increase the amount of like maybe healthier foods or nutrient dense foods that you want to consume, 
Yes, they're important, but the thing is, is like you don't necessarily have to quit it in order to see progress. But at the same time, you do have to be mindful of the fact that like when you eat certain foods, they're not going to make you feel as good as other foods. They're not going to give you as much energy as other foods. So as you're starting to reduce it, yes, you want to focus on the fact that you're adding more things into your diet. You're adding more things into your lifestyle, but also you're not beating yourself up for falling into old habits because it's going to happen. You are going to fall into old habits. We all have got shit that we're working through. Like if you're an emotional eater, do you think it's just going to quit overnight because you want to lose 20 pounds? It's not how that works. Like there's, you have to actually work through that stuff, right? The thing is, is like as much as you want to lose weight, the only thing that that fixes is like the fact that you're a smaller human being, basically, like you're just a smaller person. It doesn't fix the fact that you have emotional eating tendencies. It doesn't fix the fact that you have trauma from however long ago. It doesn't fix the fact of any of those things. And you're going to find that if you're not working on the mental aspect also, the physical is a representation of the mental. If you're able to like, if you're to a certain degree, have some emotional intelligence in order to make some decisions and control kind of what you're doing in terms of food, you're going to find that you can reach your goals a lot easier, but you have to be willing to work on that shit. Otherwise, you're going to keep hitting the same roadblocks over and over and over again and then wonder why you can't stop eating junk food. Okay, so ladies, I hope this gave you some information today and like some kind of like steps forward. So to quickly review how I basically transitioned from 85 to 90% junk food to like two to 5% is one small, easy steps that actually made sense with my lifestyle. What am I currently doing and how can I be 1% better? What is someone who looks the way that I want to look? What are they doing and what am I doing and what is 1% better? So what is one thing that I can add in? And I know you ladies are going to start going like, oh, I'll take out this, I'll take out that, I'll take out this. Focus on what you can add in because when you focus on what you can add in, you're going to find that you are one happier, but also like you're focusing on things that you're like adding in or like you're focusing on abundance, which means you're always going to get more of that. But the other thing is, is like you're also going to find that when you automatically eat more vegetables, you're going to have to eat less X, Y, and Z. When you focus on drinking more water, you're automatically going to be drinking less coffee. When you are working out more, you're going to find that you automatically are less like, you know, sitting on the couch. So the thing is, is like by adding things, you're already going to get, you're already going to reduce the things you're trying to reduce. So don't focus on what you're trying to reduce, focus on what you're trying to add. Okay. So focus on the habits you're adding. So basically small, sustainable habits that you're able to implement, like drinking more water, or maybe you're just getting up at a certain time. Maybe you're putting your clothes out before you go to uh, work out or like before you go to bed, little things like that, that add up. And we're going to focus on one nutrition one and one fitness one, and then go from there. Maybe the thing is, is like you're working out three times a week, but you're like inconsistent with that. So maybe for the next three weeks, you're not breaking the chain, right? You're just like three times a week for three weeks for the next three weeks. And that's it, right? Like that's like, that's my goal. And once I can like not break that chain, then I'm going to find that I'm going to be more consistent and I'm going to be able to try and work out four times a week. Or maybe you're going to try and do like three times a week, but with higher intensity right? You're going to be like, I'm actually going to give a shit about the kind of workout that I'm having and things like that. So once you do that, ladies, you're going to find that you're going to lose the weight a lot faster. You're going to find that you get a lot stronger, a lot faster because you're actually like progressively overloading and eating enough food. And the thing is, is like those things that you want to diminish or the things that you want to like, I guess like lower down or like cut out or whatever you want to call it. Those things are just going to automatically happen as a result of you choosing a more nutrient dense kind of lifestyle. Cool. So I hope you have the best freaking day ever and we'll talk to you soon. 
Thank you so much for listening. If you found value in today's episode, it would mean the world to me if you would screenshot and tag Samantha Mills Fitness on Instagram or leave us a review down below. If you'd like to go further in your weight loss journey with us, head over to my Instagram bio and fill out an application to get started. We'll see you in the next episode and I hope you have the best freaking day ever.